Hello. Hello. And welcome to Gin and Spirits. Woo. We did it again. We said one word. I liked it. It was good. In case this is your first time, this is a podcast where we drink and tell you about ghosts. Yep. That's really what we do. Ghosts of all varieties. Your ghosts, our ghosts, <laughs> the ghosts of the internet. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Wow. Oh, I like that. That was a nice, a nice ring to it. Yeah. Wow. We should maybe update. No, just kidding. <laughs> the fact that we even have a description is shocking. I know. Based on how we open every podcast episode, and Hello. the fact that we've done anything is <laughs> incredible. I was listening to a new podcast this week and like heard that they had background music, and I was like, oh. You That's, want background music? No, it was like, uh, nothing we would ever do. Thank God. Because neither of us can make background music. No, and if I could, I wouldn't. I think it's genuine <laughs> without it. Yeah. So we, uh, we got our first one star rating. We've oh, been, well, are we going to talk about yeah, that? I know we were going to talk we're, about we've that. Been, we've been maintaining those five stars. <laughs> yeah. We got the one star. I'm assuming the one star isn't listening to this, so fuck you if you are. <laughs> But, uh, yes, but, like, if you have a complaint, just tell us. Yeah, Don't give us a one on. star. We didn't even learn anything. There was no yeah, comment attached. Yeah, no co- Right? If there was a comment, I actually would have been less upset. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, like, I get it. You know? This isn't going to be everyone's cup of tea. No. This is, this is a lot of lazy bullshit. But if you don't like it, then don't listen to it. Yeah. And, um, and don't... Or don't do it without leaving a comment. I, like, saw it and checked our email and, like, checked my Twitter DMs and I was like, there's nothing... Yeah. There was nothing on iTunes. I checked, like, iTunes Connect. There was nothing. Yeah. And to be fair, I probably wouldn't follow whatever advice they gave. No, but I would like to know why. Yeah. I won't ch- I like what we do, so I wouldn't change <laughs> anything. <laughs> but I'd like to know what they don't like. Yeah. So I can be like, specifically, fuck you and fuck that. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I got you. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. I do get that. But. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Whatever. Keep giving us... <laughs> for those of you who are loyal listeners, give Just us some five-star Balance reviews. it out. Five-star yeah. us so we can get uh, back up there. And if you don't like what we're doing, tell fuck us... Off. Fuck off. But, like, also, just, you can talk to us directly. You don't need to leave an anonymous one-star review. See, I feel differently than Kate. I, uh... I know we're not going to change anything, no, so don't not. waste your time. It's okay. If you'd like Most to receive, people aren't going to like this. I know. Ironically, uh, our computer ran out of memory space <laughs> while we were complaining, or not complaining, explaining yeah. how much we don't do shit for this. <laughs> we have a flash drive that we've been saving everything onto, and audio files take up a surprising amount of room Yeah, on computers. Probably we're doing this on GarageBand or something, I don't know. Yeah, and we have a flash drive, and I just, I've been lazy. Yeah, it's alright though. I feel bad that it's on your computer. No, like we've talked why? about this before. Yeah, I it's know. like I can't do anything to help. Yeah, you know. No, it's really fine though. Um, but so we were just saying that you know, one star review, don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> this and, is oh, a niche we were, podcast. We started... We're doing the way that we want to do it. Yeah, and we hope that you like it. Mm-hmm. And, and I think some of you do. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But yeah, and then um, I was saying right when it when it uh, turned off. Yeah. Um, we were saying that uh, not only are we not good at coming up with like. The whole, like, fun intro background music thing. But also, the few times we edit it, it's edited horrendously. Yeah. So, like, you mentioned the college college. I was thinking about just the many times that we've been like, oh, our food is here. <laughs> We're back. Like, you know what I mean? And, like, yeah. in our brains, it, like, takes so long. And then when we listen back to it, like, after we upload it, because we don't produce yeah. it to them, 
then we're like, oh, wow, that was really abrupt. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we hope that some of you like our particular brand of insanity. Yes. And, and it is know. insanity. It's chaos, we it's know. It's chaos. It's fucking chaos. But we like talking about this, and we like the idea of sharing it with yeah. people who also like to talk about this. Yeah, and if you remember, like, the reason we started this was just because we couldn't find yeah. ones to listen to, so we decided to make them instead. Yeah. So, really, I mean, the ideal lazy way to do it would have been yeah. to just listen to ones that existed. True, but... But here we are. We like talking like about it. Yeah. We're, we're no, learning, like I'm learning it. so much. <laughs> and you know that I've actually been able to talk about shit... That we've talked about them here wow. to people in the world. Wow. Yeah. It's come up. I don't remember what specifically I remember. I was like, well, I talked about this in my podcast. Like, oh, my God. So. That's wild. I'll have to remember. There was a specific incident, but I don't. It was at work. I don't remember exactly yeah. what it was, though. But, so, like, yeah. a coworker? Yeah. Wow. Adult conversations about this. <laughs> I like it. Love it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, let's get started with what you are all here for. Yeah. Ghosts. Ghosts. And shit. So, creepiest thing of the week, Melissa? Creepiest thing of the week. Um, I was just going to mention that I saw the movie, The Possession of Hannah Grace. Was that the name of it? I just forgot it. So you told me it was. Yes. <laughs> yes. The Possession of Hannah Grace. Um, as usual, I'm not going to give away anything. You know, like how when you do reviews, you're not going to give anything away because it's obnoxious. So right. Don't worry. You don't have to skip around and try to pass up this <laughs> section. I won't tell you anything about the movie that's like whatever. <laughs> but um, it was pretty good. It was a really interesting um, way to address a possession because uh, usually they're like, I'm not going to tell you really what happened, but I'll tell you what didn't happen. <laughs> um, what didn't happen was an entire movie of having a priest stand next to a bed. Right. You know? Um, they, they really, Which has been done. Right. Um, they really, this was creative. To me, it was new. If it's been done before, I just haven't known about it. Right. Um, and if it has been done before, let me know, because I want to watch that movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, uh, I looked it up, though, and apparently, so the movie is based on a true story, but not a ghost true story, but was actually, um... Uh, this is from Bustle.com, mm-hmm. um, which is quoting an interview written in the Daily Dead. Um, so the film writer said that it was inspired by um, a newspaper article, quote, about a woman in L.A. who was ordered to take part in community service, and her service was in a morgue. She was fairly innocent. It wasn't a ghastly crime that she committed, and the idea of a woman being placed in that situation who had no training or experience was intriguing to us. Oh, yeah. cool. Okay. So that's kind of what, like, inspired... The, a lot of it takes place in a morgue, so that's kind of what inspired oh, cool. the setting that it took place in. Nice. Yeah. And so if you watch the movie, knowing that fact, like, is interesting, I think. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I really want to see it. Definitely do it. I'm I told... You will you go again? Yeah, I don't give a shit. Because I told my boyfriend David, David. who has been mentioned before on here, <laughs> he doesn't listen... But, but he's a little bit well-known to our listeners. Um, then I wanted to go see it, and he looked at the trailer and told me he didn't want to see it. <laughs> I don't. I haven't seen the trailer actually. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. But you'll go see it with me. Yeah, I'll watch oh, it. Oh, good. Again. Okay. Good. All right. Cool. Yeah. I would have had to find another date. I haven't even heard of it. Victor was like, um, "Yeah, do you want to see a movie?" I was like, "Sure," and then suggested this one, and I was like. Sure. All right. All right. Cool. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go again. Yay! Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's exciting. I do really want to see it. <laughs> That's so funny. All right. Yeah. 
So my creepiest thing of the week yes. comes from one of my students. Nice. I can't mention a location, mm-hmm. um, but so she randomly came out and told me that um, she and her cousin have been to this uh, haunted place. And then her family, <laughs> we're eating gelt, happy Hanukkah. By the way, if you hear the rustling in bags, happy Hanukkah. <laughs> One of us is We Jewish. never told them what we're drinking. No! Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. I was um, just thinking to myself, I'm not going to hold back despite the rustling because I'm half a yeah. bottle of wine in, so. Um, despite our names, the Jewish one is me, Kate, and not Melissa, which is a more Jewish name. Is it? Yeah. Hmm. I've been but, told uh, that my hair looks very Jewish. Your hair? Mm-hmm. Interesting. And today, I parked in a parking lot for a Jewish school, I think, because there was a tree branch across the road and I'm crazy. Okay. So I wanted to move it. Yeah. So I parked there. And Did I was you dressed. so good of you. I do that stuff a lot. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, which is what makes it so ironic that I got in a car accident. Yeah. Because of a branch bringing across yeah. the road. Because I was moving the shit before the car accident. Oh this isn't God. a result of the car accident. Shit. But yeah, so um, I like park real quick and like hustle across the street um, to move the thing and realize that I'm like dressed like a conservative Jewish woman today. <gasps> That's happened before. <laughs> tell me first and I'll tell you a story. I was wearing like, um, like a black mat. Like I was coming from work. So mm-hmm. I was dressed conservatively cause mm-hmm. you know, work. And so I was wearing like a black maxi skirt and yeah. like my, my colors were kind of like on the darker side today. Yeah. And I literally had parked my car and scuttled across the street from this, whatever, I think it was a school looking yeah. at, like, an Orthodox Jew. Yeah. And ran over and, like, moved this branch out of the way and, like, realized that, like, not that it, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't. But it's just funny to, like, know yeah. your own life context yeah. and imagine and what the what people around are seeing. you. seeing, yeah. Yeah, they're like, what a nice, friendly Jewish woman from this yeah. Jewish school. <laughs> yeah. Maybe picking so her kids up from school. Yeah. And I'm like, pardon me! <laughs> <laughs> moving this branch. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So, I'll come back to my previous thing in a second. I'm so sorry. No, oh my God. I but, no, I, I love it. <laughs> so, um, growing up in, like, upstate New York and being Jewish, like, I never really had an issue. Uh-huh. But, like, um, once there was an issue with one person who, like, really didn't like that I was Jewish. What? The bagel store? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Tell, not, it, tell it. Should I? Oh, I don't know. All right. You okay. To. I wasn't going to tell it now, but this, this... You can hold on to it. Yeah. I'm not making you. No, this kid essentially, like, locked me in a room and, like, pound on the door screaming about, like, oh, like, I'm a Jew, like, fuck you, Jew, like, all this shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, the same kid had, like, also, like, insulted, like, actual Holocaust survivors. He was the worst person. And I don't know why people, like, socially accepted him. Mm-hmm. He was so bad. But, like, never in my life had I been, like, discriminated against because of my religion until, like, yeah. him. Like, ever. That's crazy. Um, But... It was so funny. So I also dress pretty conservatively for work, and I order a lot of my dresses from work from this website called Jessica. Okay. And they have wonderful. Also, if you're like a teacher or anyone <laughs> who works in a place, you need to dress a little bit more conservatively. Um, we're, not not, we're not sponsored, <laughs> but she has an amazing online store. Okay. And her dresses are gorgeous. Jessica. Jessica. J e s s a k a e. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they're not too expensive. Um, mm-hmm. She's based out of Utah. Okay. So I don't know if she's Mormon. Okay. But she might be, and that might be why they're a little bit more conservative. Okay. But they're 
absolutely gorgeous. They have pockets. <gasps> like, <laughs> <laughs> I just choked on my pocket. Pockets! <laughs> but, so, but they come, like, a little bit below the knee. And the one that I had on, they're not all long sleeve, but this one is long sleeve for winter. And so I went shopping, uh, and I had tights on and flats. Mm-hmm. And my hair was... Uh, in, like, a ponytail, right? Mine was in a ponytail today, too. Yep. Yeah. So, I went shopping after work one day. There's a Walmart between where I work and where I live. So, I stopped at the Walmart, and it happens to be near a very Jewish area. Yeah. And so, I stopped in there, and I was looking at the bath bombs, because I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> and That's, like, all I want for Christmas. Yeah, bath bombs. bombs. And I'm looking at the bath bombs, and I purchased fucking three. But, like... <laughs> But I'm in the aisle, and this man is passing behind me, and um, I said, even though he was passing behind me, and I was up against the aisle looking for us, I said, oh, I'm sorry. I moved out of the way. And he said, uh, you people always take up so much space. Uh, <laughs> and for a second, I was like, what people? Like, you know, I was like, what people do you think I'm a part I- of? But, <laughs> what does that even mean? Mm-hmm. You people always take up so much space. Yeah. Space. <laughs> and, like, guys, like, means. I don't know, like, I don't take up too much space, like, in my general, like, person. No. You know? Like, so I'm not, like, No, people have you these, know? like, weird stereotypes. Yeah. Lines of people, and they make no sense when you think no, about them. No, and I was standing close to, I was looking at the bathroom. Like, yes, I had a shopping cart, but, like... Right, I'm not how many like, friggin' yeah. grandmas are out there right. taking up the yeah. whole aisle. And I go to shopping. <laughs> if I can avoid it, I will carry fifty pounds yeah. worth of shit without one of those baskets. Yeah, without having so that I don't have to deal with the cart because of all yeah. those old people. Yeah. No offense if you're old and listening to this, but y'all take up space. Yeah, and like you have to move around and maneuver yeah. in the aisle. And I'm not I wasn't doing that. that. Right, my cart was next to me. This man was passing behind me in the aisle of bath bombs. Like, not that men can't use bath bombs. Absolutely, you but can. He wasn't looking. He wasn't looking. He was passing through yeah. and just fucking said that. And then for a second, I was like, "What people? Like, what is he talking about?" And then, like, I like realized I was like, "Oh, I'm wearing black tights and a long dress and flat. I look like I'm of the um, like the maybe not Hasidic but no, Orthodox. Orthodox Jewish yeah. community." And I was like, "Whoa!" <laughs> like, yeah. And like, I don't, I don't receive a lot of this of the stereotypical like. People don't often perceive me as Jewish when they look at me um, because my mom is Irish and British and, like, Mm -hmm. so I don't have a lot of, like, the tip, what you would consider, like, the stereotypical, typical features. So I don't get a lot of that. And my name is Kate. You know, my last name is very Jewish. Um, Don't say that. No, I'm not going to. But my (laughs) last name is very Jewish. But if I meet people, they don't get that. They just get Kate, you know? So... It was so weird to me. I was like, what? Like, bruh? Yeah. Oh. Shit. Yeah. Wow. No, I see, know. for me, yeah. when I thought I was Jewish today, yeah. the, the woman, uh, so this woman, like, had, it was in front of a street light, so it wasn't anything mm-hmm. crazy dangerous, obviously, but uh, I, like, I like waved to this woman in the car. The, re- the light was red, you know? Yeah. And I was like, um, and she, she like, realized what I was going to do, and so she, like, stopped her car. Yeah. And then, like, waved, thank you. So yeah. my uh, being Jewish was received really well. <laughs> good. <laughs> Maybe by doing a good deed, I am yeah. making people who are fucking rude see Jewish people in a good light. Now. Maybe. Look at that. There we go. Changing some 
thoughts. Nah, probably not. My town is so Jewish. Everyone there is Jewish. <laughs> that lady in the car is probably Jewish. Wasn't well. in your she town? What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Your town is so Jewish. Yeah, I love it. It's yeah. I also yeah. love it, but like, there's literally so different like, from where I it's grew so up. Cool during Hanukkah. It's my favorite thing during Hanukkah yeah. seasons. We have all like the menorahs on like yeah. public properties. Are huge. These huge menorahs that like. Um, they so twist cool. the bulb on mm-hmm. them night by night. Like you, I, I'm sure there's people that like listen to this that do them at home. Yeah. But they're like giants. That's so cool. Because they're on like public Her properties. town really like, growing up like I never experienced that because yeah. I was not from places. Although I, I am Jewish. I grew up in like a very Catholic and Christian yeah. place. Um, and so like it's very, it was very different visiting you even for like the first time. I was like, there's so many synagogues. There's <laughs> like, <laughs> a like, lot. What? My town's not big enough for that many synagogues. And uh, now my Jewish boyfriend is from I mean, your yeah. town. So. We have like a ton of synagogues. A Korean church. I don't know what makes a Korean. I saw the Korean church. Yeah, it's like literally. We also have the a bird Korean sanctuary. Do you know we that? Do. Yeah, we do. We do have a bird so sanctuary. Cool. It's a lot. There's a lot of nonsense. That's so and cool. <laughs> I don't... Do we have a regular church? I think we do, actually. We might have a regular... We might have one. We might have one. That's so cool. Yeah. You're, like... In, when you, like, first told us your town in college, you were like, oh, I'm from here. And we're like, what? Like, no, I knew of it, but it's such a nice place. Yeah, it's cute. I like it. It's real cute. Yeah. All right. All right. So, oh, God. All right. Anyway. Yeah, this, has been a, the, this has been a tangent. Um, <laughs> hopefully you enjoyed it. Oh, <laughs> this is tangent, too. We never told them. I'm drinking. Oh, my God. Another Chateau Diana, because that's what Walgreens has. Um, it's red this time, so it's a Cabernet Sauvignon. Is it good? Yeah, actually. You want a swig of my bottle that I'm drinking out of again? I'm never using wine glasses again. It's fucking dumb. That's actually pretty good. Right? Yeah. Go Chateau Diana. Yes. Hasn't disappointed yet. Not yet. Um, I'm drinking uh, Rebel Rouser IPA by Samuel Adams. It's pretty nice. good. I'm pretty drunk. I've been drinking for a bit. Melissa and I have been catching up before this podcast. Yeah, so we, like, caught up and researched and drank, and so that's why this podcast is starting, and I'm half the bottle down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably yeah. half into your, um... Yeah, this is number... Thing. This is number three. Yeah. Um, what are you looking for right My now? phone, because I know I have a telephone number. Right oh. Well, tell your, um... Oh, my thing. creepiest thing. Okay. Well, we oh, I think I'm setting my phone. All right. All right. Here we go. Please. All right, so my creepiest thing. So one of my students told me... Their family owns a very part, a thing on this very haunted place. Okay. Um, and that they run it, like, as an attraction, as, like, ghost tours. Oh, cool. Which is really cool. Um, and that she and her cousin, who I also taught, uh, went there. And that her cousin was, like, scared shitless. Like, she Aww. was like, she's like, never tell them I told you. I was like, I won't. Um, That's so cute. But it was adorable. And I was like... Uh, why did you decide to tell me that? And she was like, because you love ghosts. And I was like, even my students know. <laughs> so, um, it was really cool. That was the creepiest thing. It's, it's a cute, creepy thing. Yeah, that is. But, um, I'll tell you where the place is later. I just don't yeah, want to give it away, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, it's super cool. Yeah. We have a tale from the Exciting. That's right. my spooky voice. It's a really great spooky voice. <laughs> um, okay, again, I haven't read this in advance. Oh my god. Here we go. Um, this episode will be released on 
December 11th. Okay. So it's pretty close to Christmas. Okay. Is it a Christmas tale? Yes. Oh my god. It's me reading Charles Dickens because <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I fucking did. I mean, what day of the week is Christmas wow. this year? You know I call Charles Darwin Charlie D. I almost said Charlie D for Charles Dickens. We both have a Charlie what? D. What? Wait, what day of the week? Oh my god, Christmas is on a Tuesday, guys. Ooh, gonna get just it's just gonna be me. What? Christmas Oh, it's on a booze day Tuesday. It will not be, I promise. I'm so sorry. I know you keep joking about it. Choose your favorite paragraph. Okay. Your favorite paragraph. That could be your creepiest thing of the week. Is your favorite paragraph of a Christmas carol. Charlie D's Christmas C. Christmas C. All right, All right, well, this is a Christmas one. We're coming up on the season. Here we go. So, this is a part two to one of our favorite stories that we've heard so far. It's from oh our gosh. friend Redbeard. Oh shit! Oh my god! Part two to the light bulb. Yeah, my arms flailed. It did. <laughs> so he messaged me. Oh my god, hyped! And he let us. He let us know that he has a part two. I am so bad with names. So when you commented on that Instagram thing about the hotel, I forgot <laughs> the name of the hotel we talked about. That I talked about. Yeah. yeah. So I, Kate just told me today, she was like, Melissa, he was referring to the hotel that we talked about yeah. in podcast. I was like, oh. <laughs> I'm just so bad with names, I instantly forget them. Mm-hmm. All names. Places. Who's going to remember that name? Not me. So, but yes, the Black Mass Inn, I'm glad that you're confirming it's haunting. Yeah. Because my parents definitely believe it's haunted. Yeah. So my bad on that. <laughs> so, um, he also was so funny. He was like, uh, he offered to email us the story uh-huh. and then said that he was like, would I prefer email or DM? And I said, DM's fine. Uh-huh. And he said, if he emailed it, he said, not read his last name online. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Deb. but then I'm not signing my emails with anything like, <laughs> I can't read it. All right, all right. But he said anything that, you know, referring to the countess, right? Oh my God, I love it. And he, he referred- What the fuck did he say? Uh... all right oh we can't say what it says but he's not he's not signing it as anything uh like last name of the night yeah that's what it was but it was oh man it was so funny and like he was referring to uh deb the countess i know Um, (laughs) we really we love you we love you it was such a good story it was oh my god okay (laughs) all right so ready yeah and his title is great, too. A very not Charlie Brown Christmas. Ooh. Okay, okay. Okay. I told you I'd follow up with the other two Charlie stories after the initial light bulb incident. So bad with names. I realize now <laughs> I'm the subject. Why, I just thought Charlie it was a Brown. nice shout out to Charlie. No. All right. Charlie, if you remember, was the poltergeist that occupied the creepy ass back room <laughs> on the second floor in my ex-girlfriend's house. So I went out with back in the day when MTV still played music videos <laughs> instead of the crap they air now. Listen, I, I love MTV reality <laughs> shows. They need to make another season of Are You the One immediately, immediately I love and X on the Beach. They are making another season of 
Cracks on the Beach. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> I was watching um, Floribama Shore. <laughs> I saw a commercial for another X on the Beach. I never watched the first one, but you told me it was so good. Yeah. Floribama Shore is so good. I saw a couple of episodes with you. Fuck, dude. Listen, I don't care what anyone says. Also, how far is Tattoo Far? That's another show? <gasps> I haven't heard of that one. Oh, we're going to watch an episode after this. Okay, great. <laughs> I, uh, I gotta say about MTV, like, I'm not really someone who's like, uh, if I see someone in the real world, I'm not like, wow, their life is terrible and I feel good about mine. Right. But if you're choosing to sign up for a reality yeah. show, I feel okay thinking that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, some of these fucking people on X on the Beach made me feel really good about myself. <laughs> I still need to watch it. I really do. Yeah. It's like, you watch it and you're just like, wow, I'm not that shitty. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Feels good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I at least know that I'm not the bottom level of a right. bad person. Yeah. Good. Yeah. And I, I feel that way when I watch Catfish. Okay. Oh, because like, you're, like, you're not catfishing Yeah. Especially, people. like, when I was... Oh, I'm thinking of it differently. <laughs> Oh, I'm thinking of it as like at, at least, least I'm not right. such a I'm shit not the person. catfisher. Okay. But also, like before I was in a relationship, yeah. I was online dating. Oh yeah. As you know, they oh, don't yeah, know, same. but I was online yeah, dating, yeah, yeah. and I was like, at least I'm not dumb enough to get catfished. <laughs> Remember the episode that was like, if you haven't seen this, watch the episode <laughs> where the woman thinks Lil Bow Wow. Lil Bow Wow. <laughs> Is sending her money. There's also like some guy thinks he's Katie, talking to Katy Perry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like no, you're not. You're uh, not. And like I understand ugh. when they're like, okay, like you know, this person hasn't sent me a video or like, but, right. but they're like, it goes years. Yeah, I mean, it goes a My week. My attention span's not long. No, enough. it goes. It went like a week of been talking <laughs> to someone online on like Snapchat, and they're like, no, I'm like you're not real. Right. <laughs> you know. Fuck that. Anyway. I'll pretend you're a little bow wow if you want to send me money. For sure. <laughs> For sure. You can be whoever you want to be if you're going to send me money. Because <laughs> basically you're paying me to pretend. I'll play. Yeah. I'll, I'll pay to play. I'll right. do it. I'll be like, yeah. okay. <laughs> All right, little bow wow. <laughs> okay, post <Malone. laughs> They like send you a video of them rapping. You're like, yeah, yeah. That's a little bow wow. <laughs> well, you like, just message them back. You're like, I believe bow wow. I like to rap. I have... <laughs> A cat. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> oh, that was an oh, accident. But but if I were posing as little bow wow and rapping like that and sending you money, would you accept my money? Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm, me too. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'd be like, this is good. Yeah. <laughs> I'd also accept if you sent me alcohol <laughs> or bath bombs. <gasps> Sponsor us in bath bombs. Oh my god, I'd love that. Oh my god. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anyway, okay. Tell me right beyond. Uh, great. MTV. What do you think, do you think we do when we sit in a bathtub with bath bombs? We fucking drink. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Anytime I sit in a bath, I need to have a glass of wine with me. A glass of wine, a face mask, and a bath bomb. Yeah. And sometimes I'll You know what I have? Like have champagne bath Shut bomb. Shut up. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you were going to say champagne. In no. The- okay. But that would have been great. Champagne, champagne bath bombs with nice. champagne with... You did champagne. pair it with champagne. No. Um. I paired it with wine. Damn. Oh, I didn't think. No. Gotta do it again. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Okay. MTV, right? <laughs> um, <laughs> he'd only act up if people were arguing and turned it into a big fight. I was waiting to tell you about Incident 2 because it happened close to Christmas. Ooh. Yay holiday special. Yas, Redbeard. Yes. It was from about two weeks out. From Christmas and my ex, her aunt and I were watching an unplugged marathon on MTV. (laughs) 
They were sitting on the couch, and I was sitting on the floor in front of my ex and near the Christmas tree. They were telling me about what Charlie did in the kitchen the day before. There was an argument in the house, and good old Charlie picked the lid up off of the sugar bowl, hmm. moved it away from the table, and dropped the lid on the floor in front of my ex and her grandparents, who watched the whole thing happen. No way. It fucking floated? That's crazy. So oh, shit. Leave the Right house. there. Shit. I mean, shit. shit ever. Sugar and <laughs> shit on the floor. Just the lid. Oh, just the lid. You're right. So it's a very clean way to make a statement, really. <sighs> Assuming the lid didn't break. Yeah. They laughed at me because I was freaked out. They were used to it and would just tell him to knock it off. My ex then That's started... him telling them to knock it off. Right. So, <laughs> I'm just Charlie saying. just doesn't want them to argue. Yeah. That's a peaceful home. God. <laughs> uh, my ex started to rant about Charlie a wee bit, and then it happened. A glass ornament that was close to the top of the tree fell off. No. <laughs> Didn't break, which was weird. And rolled close to my foot. No! no! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, I shit again. <laughs> Ornaments sometimes fall off. That happens sometimes. I get it. But they usually fucking break. <laughs> what oh doesn't, <laughs> doesn't is in caps. Yeah. Happens sometimes. Is when you reach for the ornament that fell off no. and it rolls itself under the tree. Shut up. <gasps> do, what do you do? I would leave it. I, I would leave it home. Even, Yep. You can't be there anymore. I don't need that ornament. I don't need that tree. I don't need that house. I'll sleep outside. I'll sleep outside. Oh, God. And then when you're frozen in semi-terror... Tell me it rolls back. Rolls itself back out to where it originally fell to. Nope. Nope. I got up, grabbed my coat, made for the door. Yes, Redbeard. Yes. Except this time they didn't let me leave. They were laughing, but I knew they were still kind of freaked out. Merry freaking Christmas to you too, Charlie. Oh my god. Hashtag not sponsored by MTV. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh yeah, we're not sponsored by them either. We no, just went on a tangent. I didn't even... Oh my wow. god. Cheers to you, yeah. Redbeard. Ooh. Oh wow. Oh shit. Wow. 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 <laughs> <laughs> We got such a good tale from the preview. Mm-hmm. We had another brief tale from the preview this week that I texted to you. Oh, <laughs> it's so, made me laugh. This was good. I, so. I was sitting. I was sitting at work and I laughed out loud in the mm-hmm. office. So I always post when we're going to record because I want to know if you have your tales. So I said, "Hey, ghosties, that's you." <laughs> we're recording tonight. You've got plenty of time to send us your personal ghost stories, so get those into our DMs. And I hashtagged a bunch of shit. And <laughs> someone named Killian A. Black, at Black underscore Killian. Shout out. Responded, yeah. I am a personal ghost story. <laughs> I am. I am yeah. a personal ghost story. Yeah. Good for you. I want to know the story behind that. Maybe he just is a ghost, or she. Killian is a boy's name, I think. I think so. So that was a nice little thing. <laughs> All right. So there we go. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm so excited for mine this week. Are you excited for yours? I am. Good. Mine's got a plot twist. That's why when I was reading it, I was like, oh, yeah. oh my God. Mine doesn't have a plot twist, but it does have like a really, like, whoa thing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, mine is less whoa, and then the plot twist is like, pardon? That's, that's how <laughs> pardon. I do it. I'm going to yeah. grab one more beer before we start. You can just... Okay. I'll just tell talk them loudly. tell anything about tell them anything you want when I get my beer. Yeah, talk loudly. Just All right. tell your story. Cool. So this is about the Hammersmith 
ghost murder case. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. Um, my sources are Wikipedia, which was incredibly informative, and People Magazine, which was also incredibly informative. Yay! Yeah, so I only needed two. And honestly, I think if I would have looked beyond that, I just would have gotten the same thing a thousand times. So yeah. that was fine. Good. Um, okay. So this happened in 1803. So this is olden. Uh -huh. Um, and, uh, basically in 1803, around, like, the end of the year, so, like, December-ish, mm -hmm. people were claiming that they were being attacked by a ghost in the street. And, um, a lot of different in people... In the street? Yeah, a lot of different people were saying, like, they were, they were walking in the street and they'd be attacked by a ghost. And they believed that it was this guy who committed suicide, um, a while back. And he was buried in the Hammersmith Churchyard. And so the legend, I guess, was that if you commit suicide and you're buried in, um, what's the word they use? Um, uh, like, like... Hollow? Yeah, but they consecrated ground. Oh, okay, said, yeah. Um, that you wouldn't be able to rest because technically suicide right. is a sin, right? right? Um, so they're saying that, like, I guess because the guy was buried in a church graveyard. Right. That was, like, the problem. So... He's described as, like, a ghost that's, like, a really tall male, and he's fully dressed in white. Oh, I hate tall ghosts. Me too. Um, but he's fully dressed in white, and that's, like, really important for later. So he's, he's um, just, like, yeah, that's his description. Tall guy dressed in white. Okay. Um, this quote, didn't really understand it very well. Not sure what this means, but I'm going to read it. Um, another description <laughs> this is from Wikipedia. says that, um, additionally to him being always wearing just white, sometimes he's, quote, Said to wear a calfskin garment with horns and large glass eyes at other times. What? <laughs> is this his choice? Yeah. So that's... I don't understand. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> um, hold on to that quote for later. Sure. In your brain. Cause, calfskin? Like, uh, like, like, I think it means like a fucking hat. Leather? Yeah, like, a, like with horns and eyes, it said. So I think it's Weird. like supposed to be spooky. Alright, so... Um, here are people's accounts of being harassed by this ghost. Okay. So first, on two different occasions, there were two women that were reported to have encountered the ghost. And one was, they specified this in the article, I don't know, one was pregnant and one was old. I don't really know okay. why they need to specify that. Maybe just to point out that this ghost is a dick. But, so. Pregnant people and old people, yeah. Yeah. So both of them were, like, snatched at, you know, oh, like actually yeah. grabbed, and they escaped, and they ran away from the ghost, and they were in such shock from it that apparently they, both of them, on different at different times, died a couple days after because of their, how shocked and frightened they were. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so then, there was this other guy who was a servant named Thomas Graham, and uh, he was walking with his friend down the street. And his friend was, like, <clears throat> excuse me, his friend was, like, a little bit ahead of him, right? Uh -huh. And so his friend uh, is ahead of him, and, and uh, Thomas claims that from behind a tombstone that they were walking past, this ghost appeared, and it grabs him by the throat. Oh. Yeah. And started to, like, strangle him. And so he says that he kind of got, like, turned around by the ghost as he was yelling for help, and when he turns back the ghost wasn't there and it was really dark and when he kind of like pushed towards the air he felt a coat oh, okay weird. yeah um and then uh that was kind of it and his friend i guess didn't see the ghost i don't know um and then 
this guy, William Girdler, uh, he was a night watchman. He'll be important soon, but he's a, <laughs> he was a night watchman, and um, he also saw the ghost while he was on one of his shifts. Mm-hmm. Um, he went to capture the ghost, because apparently that's what you do in 1803, is you capture the ghost. <laughs> Some Scooby-Doo shit. Yeah! And uh, so he went to capture the ghost, and the ghost threw off its shroud and escaped. I'm assuming that's like a jacket of sorts. Yeah. Threw off its jacket and escaped. Some Scooby-Doo shit right there. Okay. So at this point, people are now very interested in catching this ghost. They're like, this ghost is harassing people. This is fucked up. Fuck this ghost. Right? Yeah. And so they are now, yay olden, riled up about catching <laughs> this ghost. Okay? So now we get to be, it's now January of 1804, so it's been a month of this. Uh-huh. Okay? And um, Girdler's walking around, and he runs into some guy who has armed himself and is hunting the ghost. And okay. this is not abnormal. Armed himself. <laughs> it's not abnormal. This is, okay. it seems fine to Girdler. Yeah. So his name is Francis Smith, and he used to be an officer in the past. Um, so he's walking around now with a shotgun, looking for the ghost. And Girdler is like, you know, this makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. So they talk about it, and Girdler's like, you know what, I'm going to help you ghost hunt, but I get off my shift at midnight, so I'll join you at midnight. Smith is like, yeah, yeah, no problem. 11 o'clock rolls around. And Smith encounters this guy named Thomas Millwood. Okay. Okay. Um, Thomas Millwood, uh, this is important, I guess, was a bricklayer. And so okay. whatever, like, their their uniform, I guess, was all white. Okay. Okay. So I was like white pants, white shirt, white apron, just all white. All white and his, everything. Yeah. And his were, like, freshly clean, so it was just white. Okay. okay. So Thomas Millwood's walking around, runs into Smith with a shotgun, and Smith fucking shoots him because he thinks he's a ghost. Oh. Yeah. Like, in the face. Shoots him in the face. Okay? Oh, so, no. So, with a shotgun. So, Thomas dies. Oh, the no. <laughs> cause of death was determined to be the shotgun wound to the face. For sure. And um, part of the bullet, like, um, uh, uh, severed, not severed, pierced, I guess, a okay. piece of his spine, too. Okay. So, that's what ended up happening. So, yeah, Thomas dies. All right. So, um... Now they start to investigate this. So, like, is this a murder? What do we call this? Right. Right? So, and it's, like, tricky because people love Smith. Smith was his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. People love Smith. They're like, he's such a good guy. He used to be a cop here. He cares about us. He was trying to help us by hunting this shithole ghost, like, you know? And um, so they're feeling bad about it. And um, Thomas Millwood, the guy that got shot, his family is even all over the place about it. They're kind of like, so, okay. Basically, what happened was he, so according to People Magazine, mm-hmm. um, at 2300 on January 30, 1804, plasterer Thomas Millwood, 31, left his parents' home. He was wearing his work clothes, linen trousers, a waistcoat, and an apron, all recently washed and very white. Moments after he left, his sister heard a man call out, damn you, what are you and what do you want? Huh. And this was followed almost immediately by a gunshot. Ooh. Okay, so that's, that's from People Magazine. That's what happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's the sister's count, like recounting it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and so from the sister's perspective, she says this is bullshit because, you know, she heard how quickly the gunshot followed him addressing, um, uh, Thomas. Right. And so she's like, this is, you know, that he gave him no time to respond. Right. So, so fuck that. That's how she feels. You know, she's like, he committed murder. Basically, this is, this is garbage. So... She's, like, mad about it. Um, but then, to be fair, and now the flip side of it is, like, yo, this guy thought he was a ghost. 
Right. A ghost that's been, like, snatching people and strangling them. Right, right. All right? I'm shooting. I get it. I wouldn't be shooting. I wouldn't be hunting for a ghost. Right. But if I was, that's yes. my goal. There it is. There's the ghost I'm hunting. Great. An all-white thing was a ghost. Yep. Yep. In the middle of the night in 1803. Yep. For sure. So, that said now, um, in Wikipedia, I think it said his wife, but in People Magazine, it said it was his mother-in-law, I think, unless I read it too quick. Okay. Um, some woman in mm -hmm. uh, Thomas's life um, says during the trial that she had actually told him already to start covering his white clothes when he was coming back from work. Oh. Um, she said that she had talked to him about it because people were starting to try to hunt this ghost. Right. And in the past, he had already been mistaken for being the ghost. What? Yeah. It already what? happened. So she was like, you know, you gotta, you gotta cover up your white clothes a little bit. Wear a jacket yeah. over it. Look a little bit less like a fucking ghost. Right. And he didn't listen. Oh. Yeah. Um... So now they get into the um, actual court. Mm -hmm. Hold on, sorry, I just want to... Okay, now we're in the courtroom, and uh, the judge demands that it's either he's fully acquitted or it's murder. Okay. Because <clears throat> the jury came back with manslaughter, and the judge was like, no, that's not... This is murder or not. That's it. He right. wasn't accepting manslaughter. Um so they... Which is a little bit unfair. It is, because it totally fucking is manslaughter. Right. But, uh, so here's, here's why. Um, so, uh, first of all, he said that this is, uh, this is in the, did I say it was in the UK? So their laws, I guess, are a little different than ours, and also this was old, right? So, yeah. um, I guess at the time... The judge had said his, first of all, his name is Lord Chief Baron Sir Archibald MacDonald. Lord, Sir. Lord Chief Baron, Sir Archibald MacDonald. That's all one person, just so you guys so know. So many things. Yeah. Um, he explained that um, you don't need to have bad intent to commit murder. You just have to have the intent to kill. So whether or not your intentions are good or bad, yeah. if your intent was to kill, it's still yeah. murder. Um, that's and that's true. not... It is, but there's like... For us, we have degrees here there's of murder. Like, um... And it's, like, like how... If you're, like, defending yourself. Yeah. Your intent is still to kill, to stop the person from, right. like, you know, attacking right. you. Right, so know? there's, like, levels. But so th this guy's, like, murder or not, that's it. Fuck manslaughter, mm. we're not doing it. So, um, and they felt <clears throat> that it wasn't self-defense or accidental. He hadn't been provoked by this apparition, even if it was an apparition. He wasn't provoked by it. But so it wasn't. It has been snatching and striking. It has been, but he wasn't directly provoked by the ghost. Oh. So then, to make it worse for him, I don't know. Um, this is a quote. <laughs> this is a quote from People Magazine. Mm -hmm. uh, quote: Smith made a brief statement in which he acknowledged that he knew he was not dealing with a ghost. He challenged the man twice to stop and give his name, but when Millward continued to advance towards him, Smith panicked and shot him. Mm. So. It went from, like, I was hunting ghosts, and then right. he briefly mentioned at some point during the trial that he had figured out that he didn't really that's think it was good. a ghost, but he was so stressed and panicked at the at that point. Yeah, that that's shot not him. good. I know. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. And then, um... If he was like, no, like, I thought it was a ghost, like, the whole time, mm-hmm, then... Right. You know, I get it. Yeah. But... Right. Nope. Right. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, this is so... All right, hold on. I'm going to hold off on that quote for a second. All right, so yeah. the jury comes back, and they're like, murder. 
Okay. Um, because they decided whether or not he thought it was a ghost, it was irrelevant. Um, um, and, uh, the good thing though is that he, well, good, I don't know, whatever, uh, neutralizing it a little bit, I yeah. guess, was that because he had such good standing in the community and the jury really felt bad giving him the murder charge. Right. Um, that <clears throat> instead of being hung, it was reduced to a year's hard labor, which is a real different That's fucking... very different. <laughs> yeah. So we went from, you're going to be executed to, nah, work really hard for a year. So, mm-hmm. all right. So there's a, so now on Wikipedia, I'm reading through this page and I get to this quote and I'm like, not really sure what it means. Okay. And then I get to the plot twist and I'm like, bro. So here we are coming up to the end of the story. Oh, okay? I'm excited. All right. So this wiki, this is what I'm quoting right now. Yeah. Millwood had not committed any offense to justify being shot. And even if the supposed ghost had been shot, it would not have been acceptable as frightening people while pretending to be a ghost was not a serious felony, but a far less serious misdemeanor, only meriting a small fine. Right? Yeah. So I read that quote and I'm like, are they saying this ghost deserves to be fined? The ghost! What the fuck does this mean? Oh my god. Right? They're saying that if he shot, what I'm reading right now with no other information is they're saying that if Smith had shot the ghost. Yes. Frightening people is only worth a misdemeanor so the ghost would still have been considered to be murdered. Right? Yeah. And I was like, what? But then I found the plot twist as I kept reading. They should have Put this in a different okay. fucking order. Okay? So here's the last part. Um, the real ghost comes forward two days after the trial. This whole time, over a fucking month of harassing people. Yeah. Okay? This fucking guy, John Graham. Okay? He's this older guy. First of all, everyone in that town is fucking dumb. All right? I'm just saying. Those two people that yeah. died of shock, they deserve to die of shock. You're drinking for this? Me too. Mm-hmm. Cheers. <laughs> 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 the cap was on my wine, you guys. Cap was on. <laughs> oh my god. I literally licked it. Yeah. I was like, what are you mm-hmm. doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my god. Was um, it never a ghost? It was never a ghost. So, the women <gasps> that died of shock, like, fuck them. You know? Yeah. You were shocked that you were snatched by a ghost, and it was a fucking guy you live in the town with. Whatever. So... I mean, like, you Graham. shouldn't be snatched by anyone. I feel like... Well, here's his motivation. But also don't die of shock because you're snatched. Right. Right. Yes. Like, if I was snatched... <laughs> <laughs> I'd be pissed. Real, real mad. I'd be like, John, what's your fucking problem? But I don't wouldn't be like... snatch me, John. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, John Graham is some old guy that lives in the town. He's a shoemaker and he has kids. And since he's a shoemaker, he has apprentices, right? Mm -hmm. And so this one apprentice kept telling his children ghost stories. And his kids were having nightmares. And so John was getting pissed about it. So he made this whole elaborate fucking thing just to scare his apprentice for, like, scare revenge. Yeah. So it turned out to really be some Scooby-Doo shit by the end, right? I love it. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm sorry to cheers you again. Yeah, no, but cheers do it. Cheers. We do shit. We do shit. Yes. Yeah. Boom. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. And um, mm. no records show that any kind of legal action was followed up with for Graham. I was really not expecting that. Me either. Holy I was. Shit. That's why when I was reading it, you heard me gasp. Yeah. I was like, Oh my god. Oh my god. That's great. Yeah. So that's my story. That's Absolutely. all I got. Yeah. All right. Your turn. Thank you. I need to pee. <laughs> We're going to pause. Okay. And we're back. I peed. (laughs) I broke the seal, you know? All right. Here we go. 
I'm going to put it so we can both be heard. Um, all right, so mine is the story of the Vasilla Axe Murder House. Ooh. Yeah. Axe Murder House. Does that inspire American Horror Story, do you think? No. Fuck. I know. I wish. We should look into that, though. Yeah. Uh, what the actual murder house yeah, is, yeah, if yeah. there is one. But this one, no. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start it off with just like a, a quote that is a vignette <laughs> of what the whole story is. Okay. So this is from timeout.com. Okay. Um, slash things to do slash scariest haunted houses. <laughs> so ready? On June 10th, 1912, Josiah and Sarah Moore, their four children and two visiting guests, were bludgeoned to death inside their quiet Iowa home. Fuck. The crime remains unsolved, and much of the home is still intact from that fateful night, with no running water or electricity, which provides that special ambiance for the many who have shelled out $400 plus to stay a night. Wow. But visit the fucking weird. People are fucking weird, yeah. But visit the Facilla Axe Murder House at your own risk. In 2014, a paranormal investigator who booked the room wound up stabbing himself by morning. What? And we're going to get to it. I oh covered my it gosh. all. Get ready. I'm ready. All right. Wow. So, this is going to be a wild ride. I'm ready. It is a wild ride, actually. Oh, shit. So, oh, shit. Um, we're going to start with the murder. Okay. That makes and, sense. And yeah. then we'll move on to the... Uh, the haunting. So, um, Vasilla is a quiet, peaceful town. Okay. Um, in Iowa. Was. Was, yeah. <laughs> um, and then that all changed in 1912. What did she do? Oh my god, my cat is being so cute, guys. Oh my goodness. Your little paw over her head. Okay, hold on. We gotta try to get a picture of this. Alright, you can do for it. For the gram. For the gram. For the gram. She's so cute. This is Portia, guys, not Lola. Oh, my goodness. Oh, no! Oh, I think I got it. You got it? Yeah, I did. Yay! Okay. All right, good. Okay. So, um, I think I'm pronouncing it wrong. Velisca? Sure. I'm saying Vasilla, but it's Velisca. <laughs> Velisca. Um... Now is really fucking isolated. You can only like access it by an old highway. Um, but in the 1900s, it was a booming town. Okay. Uh, in comparison. Okay. You know, um, there were a lot of businesses, a lot of trains that went by, um, and they had a lot of stores and shops and restaurants and theaters. Cool. So. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> in 1912, um, a murder took place which shattered all of that. Wow. And it was a murder of an entire family. Uh, so everything was quiet mm-hmm. at night on June 9th, 1912. And the Moore family was at church. Um, and they were there for a children's program that ends at around 9.30 p.m., such like an innocent thing. Yeah. Damn. And um, everyone began going home for the night. So Sarah Moore, the mm-hmm. uh, matriarch, the mother of the family, okay. had uh, co- planned the whole thing, the program at the church. Okay. And oh, wow. So she was like a nice person too. Yeah, like a really nice person. And they all started, they walked home 
Mm-hmm. Her and her children. Because it was a peaceful place. Right. And her husband, uh, Josiah. And everyone known knew him as JB in the town. And mm-hmm. their children were Herman, Catherine, Boyd, and Paul. Mm-hmm. They also had two of their kids' friends with them. Um, Lena and Ina Stillinger. Mm-hmm. So they came to spend the night at their house. Damn. Um, no details are known of the night. Wow. None. That's crazy. Yeah. So the next morning, um, their neighbor, Mary Peckham, uh, went outside and she was hanging some laundry and she noticed that, um, Mrs. Moore was not outside hanging laundry, which was not normal because mm-hmm. they usually would do that around the same time. Yeah. And she said like also like the children would be running around. Like yeah. and she said the house was like unusually quiet. Yeah. Um, so she was nervous. So she went up to the house and she like knocked on the door and there were no answers. Yeah. Um, so she went back home and she was like, it's fine. And then she just like felt like something was wrong. Mm-hmm. So, um, she called, uh, she let out her chickens Excuse me. <laughs> she let her chickens first. Got it. Yeah. And then she called JB's brother, Ross, yeah. um, and he said that he would come over and, like, check it out. Okay. He had a key to the house. Okay. Which was important. That was a problem. Okay, yeah. yeah. So he comes, and he tries the door. He looks into the bedroom window. He doesn't see anything. Um, and then he uses his own keys, and he opens the door with the neighbor, um, she's mm-hmm. with him. She's like, still, she's like, yeah, I'm going to be like, yeah, go along with you, you know? Yeah. Um, and he, the door opens into the kitchen and no one's in the kitchen. Okay. And so one of the doors on the side of that goes into the kids' bedrooms and he opens it and he sees that, um, there are dead people lying oh. in the children's bedroom. Okay. So he doesn't even, like, look to see who is dead. He just immediately runs out and calls the sheriff. Yeah. With the neighbor with him. So they both leave. They're like, we don't even know who this is. Which I find, like, meh. Maybe you should, like, look to see who's dead. Do they know who did it? No. Do you think those two might be involved? (sighs) They're not any of the four suspects. But I just think that it's fishy that they were, like, dead people and left. Right. And you, you assume they're dead, too. Yeah. Right? Why yeah, would you assume they're dead? Yeah. What if someone was alive and you just left them instead of doing like CPR, right? Sketchy. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers to them fucking investigating the wrong people. Yeah. 1912. Mm-hmm. And neither of those two are, are the people investigated. I think they did it. For the murder. I don't know what yeah. the motive was, but I think that they were together in on it. Maybe. At least yeah. he was. At least he was involved. And the story, too, is like, I knocked in the window. Right? Like, did you? like, all right. I don't know. Fine. You know what? She phoned him to the key, whatever, but, like, I don't know. You, you're, one morning is, like, so different that you call the brother right away. Right, yeah. You didn't go knock on the door yourself. You didn't go. She did knock on the oh, door. She did? Okay. She did. Um, which I get why she called him, but he also okay. knocked on other doors before using his key. Right. Which is strange. Right. You so. fucking key. Yeah. I don't know. I don't trust him. I don't like yeah. him. So they called the sheriff and they were like, someone has been murdered. We don't know who because we're dumbasses. Because we didn't look. <laughs> um, so uh, the people who were murdered were the whole family. Yeah. 
Um, so that's... And the two kids that were staying over? Yeah, everyone. Oh, my God. So Josiah, Sarah, Herman, Catherine, Boyd, Paul, and Lena and Ina. Wow. Both were... All all were murdered. Um, Did they get the other kids' parents? Uh, I don't think so. No. I'll get to the, the four. Right, yeah, they're, yeah, they're, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's totally fine. No, no, no. Yeah. And no, those are valid questions, but no, um, yeah. weirdly enough, there are just four suspects. Yeah. Um, but the issue was that hundreds of people came to the house to see the murders and walked through and touched fucking everything. Everyone's terrible. Yep. So, um, hundreds. it was really difficult for the police to determine what had happened, um, cause fingerprinting was like fairly new. So wait. So you're telling me that somehow these people got wind of the fact yeah. there were murders in this house mm-hmm. and, and got there before police enough, before they were ready yeah. to walk through it. Yeah. Who the fuck do you think told everybody? I don't know. Brother. Brother. To hide the evidence. Maybe. That's what I think. It really could have been him. I think it's him. He was the first to find out about it, and all of a sudden, all these people quickly knew. Right. Someone fucking told. Because so, yeah, they were there before the police, um, and, like, they said, like, fingerprinting was new, and crime scene photographs were, like, rarely taken. Yeah. And, like, if so, even so, people were moving shit. Right. They were touching anything. So, um, wow. because of this, the murders remain unsolved, even mm-hmm. till today. So, um. That's fucked up. There were four main suspects. Uh, I'm not going to go in. There's just so much detail about them and why they could be it, but I'm not going to go into that because that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about the ghosts. Okay. It's still interesting, yeah. but so I'm just going to give a brief reason for each of the four. Okay, yeah, yeah, summarize. Um, so first, uh, Frank F. Jones, who was um, a Villisca resident and a senator. Okay. Um... JB worked for him, and uh, according to a lot of people, Jones was upset that Moore left left like his job. Okay. He quit, um, and took uh, a lot of business with him. Okay, so he's so it was a business thing. All right, uh, Williams. Williams. Will- <laughs> kill the whole family for a business thing? Bullshit! It's not him. The brother, <laughs> <laughs> William Mansfield. Um. He was, uh, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, oh, oh, this is why. Okay. So a lot of people believe that it was William Mansfield, William Mansfield, but hired by Frank Jones. So Frank didn't commit it himself. Yeah. But again, you're going to kill an entire family and their friends. The other yeah. kid's friends are there because right. of the business. Yeah, Bullshit. no. So William Mansfield is not necessarily like has a motive, but they think that he was hired. Right. So then jumped. both of those are not it. Right. In my opinion. Because <laughs> that's a shit motive to kill like eight people. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. You would just kill the guy that took your if you were to do that, you would want your business back. That's why you're doing it. Revenge right. to get yeah. your business back. So you would kill the guy who took your business. Right, not business. his whole family. His whole thing, there's kid there's like five or six kids that died. Yeah. Right? This, that's fucking crazy. It's not him. Yeah. All right. Sorry. I don't like it. It's no. okay. It's uh, Reverend George Kelly. Okay. Um, who was the a traveling preacher um, who was described as a spidery little man. Okay. 
With protruding ears, a prominent nose, and a high forehead. <laughs> he sounds like a goblin. Right? Um, yeah. He was there at the children's program. Okay. It was at the church. Um, and he left town, like, really early the oh. next morning. It's so it could have been him. He could have just been a creepy fuck. Yeah. Okay. And he apparently confessed to the crime. Oh. Um, and said that he had a vision that told him to slay and slay utterly. And that's a phrase that came from the Bible. Okay. Um, but he um appeared to like be totally obsessed with these murders, like beforehand. Like it took a while for him to give that confession. Okay. And beforehand he seemed to be like obsessed with them. So he was just like mentally ill and confessed. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I believe that it could be him. I think it's either gonna be someone really, really close to the family that has some kind yeah. of fucking issue mm-hmm. beyond money. Like mm-hmm. a real issue. Mm-hmm. Or it's going to be someone like that who's fucking weird. Yeah. And he's like a drifter. That yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, he withdrew his confession eventually okay. before the actual trial. But he did confess. But it was like weird because of his obsession with it. Yeah. So people were like, mm, like Well, it feels what though? Like was he obsessed with it because right. he did it? He, right. Right. So we don't know. Hmm. Next is Andy Sawyer. Okay. Um, who... <laughs> Um, just murdered a lot of other people. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, in the Midwest. And that's why they think he did it. Because he was was a serial killer. Um, no. (laughs) Alright. But it was so similar to other murders. He wasn't necessarily in the area. And the last was Henry Moore. The first two, actually, I'm so sorry, were connected together. Because Jones... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's Henry Moore? I'm just saying that there were four, and I'm so sorry that I, I've listed yes. five for you. I understand. Who's the Okay. Five? Henry Moore. <laughs> <laughs> um, most likely suspect. Um, he had no relation to the family, but um, he was convicted of other axe murders. Okay. A little while after those. So, like, a hindsight 2020. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so, some people think that he also did that, just because of, like, his similar murders later. Right, and fucking killing someone with an axe is pretty extreme. Yeah. So, although yeah. he had no connection, like, to that family that they know of, right. his murders that he did commit were so similar. Right. People are like, oh, okay. And it was in the same area. Yeah. So. Yeah. That makes sense Those are the then. four suspects, but no one was ever convicted. I think it's one of the last three. Yeah. Or the brother. Or the brother. Yeah, I really, the first one just doesn't make sense for the whole family. No. It's not just, No. So, um, there's been a lot of owners of the house since 1910. <laughs> um. Like no one wants to keep the house after they live Yeah. There. But in 1994, um, the family had really started, like, talking about paranormal activity there. Okay. Um. And they, but first they decided that they were going to restore the house. That's the difference. Okay. They were like, we're going to restore the house to its original state. So they were like, what are they trying to summon the fucking ghosts? So let's take off the siding. Let's like restore the pantry. Let's do everything. Let's put antique furniture here. We don't have the original furniture, but we're going to put antique furniture that looks exactly like it. Like how it was when the family was living. Yeah. 
What? Yep. That's that's crazy. And then there's a sign in front of the house. Were they now. trying to summon ghosts to it? They were not. Wow. But there's a sign in front of the house now that like it's actually it's called like the Vis- Villisca Axe Murder House. They turned it into a museum. Yeah, basically. they did. Okay. Um. So they used old photographs as their references. Yeah. Um. And they actually removed like all the indoor plumbing that had been put in and like electricity. So, so it's just like a shell. Yeah. The house has an outhouse. It has no indoor plumbing, no electricity. That's so weird. But yet people pay $400 plus a night to stay there. No. Yeah. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, Absolutely fucking not. Yeah. So ever since that happened and they opened it to overnight guests, um, ghost activity has been happening. Okay. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> let's talk about all that ghost activity. So, there's right, a bunch of go. stuff. So, first, the sounds of children's voices no. when no children were present because there were children murdered. I'm going to be cheers. For all of this. Yeah, cheers. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, there's that. Um, falling lamps. Shit. Moving objects. Um... And then also, um, what else? Blah, 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 blah. There's so much more. There's so, there's so much. Um, I just put it in a weird order. Oh my god, this is the story of my life. Did you say your sources? Oh, I didn't. I'll say at at the, the end. end. I'll yeah. say at the end. I'll go through all of them. Um, hold on. I'm so sorry. A feeling of heaviness from the main stairwell of the house up to the rooms upstairs. Okay. So that feeling. Um, there's videos and pictures that I've been taking showing orbs, EVP recordings. Um, there's uh, apparitions of the children and adults oh, that can be seen throughout the home. Strange sounds, screaming. Part of me is like at least they're together as a family, but then the rest of me is like, but it's but like they're, they're screaming, this, right? Right? They're they're in the place they died. Yeah. It would have been nice if they, like, haunted the church they went to or mm-hmm. something. Um, it's horrible. Some guests seem to seem claim to see pools of blood on the floor. Wow. But when they get up to help, the blood is gone. Okay. Um, because if you think about it, eight people bludgeoned with an axe. Yeah. That's a really horrific, it's crazy. horrific thing. I wonder if it's more than one person. Once again? No. Doing the murder. Oh, maybe. How does one person eight kill people. eight people with a fucking axe? Yeah. Not one of them got out of the house. Eight people Which with an axe? Which is why it's interesting thing about the brother and the neighbor. Yeah. You know. Or even if it was, like, maybe the brother and the crazy guy that was coming through. Right, right. Like, maybe the crazy guy was, like, the brother was, like, hey, man, like, I'm having this problem. Like, I see that you're fucking Let's crazy. do this. Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. There's no um, one person. No. I think... I think it would have to be two people to go for the adults first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, of course, the adults first. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Which is weird because like they were saying that like the um, the children's rooms were like on the first floor. Yeah, I don't know if I read that or not, but I that's what the, I read it when yeah. I was researching. But it's weird. So, um, ghost groups and investigators visit the house all the time, and they say that. Um, they definitely hear the presence or feel the presence of spirits, mm-hmm. um, also demons, and even a portal to the to a dark dimension. Okay. Or there. Wow. So, yeah. 
So here's some interesting... What if they were killed by a demon? There could have been. So that's another fact that the hauntings, I couldn't find any information on it. But one site said... Let me find which one. Hold on. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, my God. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Oh, God. You can't find it. You want to control F that shit? No. I know where it is. Oh, I just want to know the source. Oh, here we go. From science.howstuffworks.com. Okay. They say that hauntings stretched back to the times of the murders, murders themselves. But that was the only source that I could find that said that. So there is potential. That it was influenced by a demon or okay. a spirit. Um, but that was the only source that I could find that said that. Okay. So I don't know. Um, but here's interesting stuff. And we're going to loop back to the original quote that I had at the beginning. Okay. So at 2 a.m., uh, according to hauntedrooms.com, at 2 a.m. the train passes through the sound of Villisca, and it is thought that the whistle of the train triggers the residual events of the murder. What? That's, that just gave me chills. Yeah. Cheers. Ah, oh, cheers. I still do it on my couch. What? That sucks. I have paper towels. I will deal with it in a second. Um, mm-hmm. Many people have noticed a light fog filling up the bedroom just after the train whistle. Wow. Um, it moves from one room oh to God, another. Chills right now. This is yeah. Crazy. It moves from one room to another until it dissipates and the sound of dripping blood can be heard. So that's that. And now we're linking back directly to the beginning. Okay. So this is from vice.com. Um, so November 7th. What year? Oh, shit. That's oh, okay. no. That's okay. We don't need the year. Fuck it. What happened? Okay. <laughs> it's a recent year. It's, okay. you know. Yeah. Um, so, a visitor to the, the Axe Murder House was rushed to the hospital because he stabbed himself. Oh, right. <laughs> um, so, um, Robert Stephen Lorson, 37, was a visitor, and he came with a group of friends who were um, recreational paranormal investigators. Okay. And um, he was alone in a bedroom of the house, and um, everyone else was outside, and he had a phone. Uh, no, I'm sorry. He had a, a radio, and he called for help. Uh-huh. Um, and then when his friends came to find him, he was stabbed in the chest, and it looked like it was self-inflicted. Oh, my God. Did he die? Yes. What? Um, so they brought him to the hospital. It looked like it was self-inflicted. So, like, I think he died. Did he ever, he never, like, got to explain it? doesn't say it. if he died. I think he died. Fuck. In the beginning, he said he died, right? Yeah, he probably died. Uh, it just says stabbing himself, so I'm actually not sure. Okay. I don't know. But he stabbed himself. Fuck, I don't know why. Um... I wonder if he, like, was taken over by something or if he used this as a as a way to do something he wanted to do mm-hmm. anyway or if he was horrified. Like, when I say influenced by something, I mean, like, like something literally yeah. just, like, take your hand and do this. Or right. Or if he was, like, so scared by something that he was like, I'm fucking killing myself. I can't even deal with this. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. Wow. But 
I would like to end the quote. All right. <laughs> um, okay. So here we go. Okay. This particular incident has been very upsetting. Lynn yeah. says. It's publicity, but it's not exactly the kind of publicity you desire to have. I don't want people thinking that when they come to the Villisca Axe Murder House, something's going to happen that's going to make them do something like that. I want them to have a good experience from the house, learn about the history, and if something paranormal comes about, then that's a one-up for them, I guess. Wow. It's really disturbing (gasps) to me that that they're marketing Mm -hmm. off of that. Wow. That's that story. Yeah, this has been a long-ass episode, but I liked both of our stories. I liked it. it was and long. I think it's been fucking great. I agree. Wow, that was a really... I really liked the, um, like, murder discussion, like, the way you told the stories. I think it... I, I felt like it was a lot of focus on murder, but, like, I needed to, like... Yeah, it's important. Describe that to get to, like, why the haunting was right, so... Right, because if you're just, like, children's voices and, and yeah, orbs, it's not but interesting. But there are children's voices because there were children murdered. Right. Six of them. Right. Yeah. Like, they don't know who the murderer is. Right. There's a know? lot of, like, anger and fear and unrest. Yeah. All those negative emotions. Yeah. I wonder if, because they don't have a timeline, because the night was, like, who knows what. Yeah. So I'm wondering if it happened around the time when the train passed. That's, yeah, Probably, that makes right? sense for, like, what they're saying with what that. Triggering. And they also didn't talk about the timing of the stabbing, but I'm thinking if it was at night, maybe it was also around the time. Maybe. Like, that'd be interesting. I don't know, but, yeah. um... You know, it was interesting, and I like that. Um, oh, my sources! I'm so sorry. Oh yeah, I forgot. I had a lot. Wow, yeah, you do. Um, Timeout.com. Oh, this is the one that's famous. Uh, PrairieGhosts.com. I love that. One. I love that one. We talked about that with our um, episode eight. Yes. I love that episode. Yeah. That's why I remember it. Yeah. Um, with your fucking uh, ghost spirit shack. room. Yeah. Spirit room. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god. Go Shack uh, is like. Go Shack. Love Shack. Baby <laughs> love Shack. All right. Uh, Paracast.com. Paracast. Uh, hauntedrooms.com. Try to scare me. Dot me. <laughs> Vice.com. That's it. Wow. Yeah. It was a lot oh, because. So much was about the murder, and like, but yet it was listed as one of the haunted, most haunted places in America. Right. So you're like, where's the information on the haunt? Right. Okay. So I get like that the murder like does play a big part in it. But yeah. I wanted to know more about the haunting, so we had to get a lot of sources. Yeah, that train <gasps> thing is so interesting. Right. I'm hung up on that. Oh my god. Wow. Crazy. All right. All right. Well, this was a lovely episode. We were gonna record too, and it's fucking eleven o'clock. I don't know if we're going to record yeah. I don't think we are. No, it's not fucking happening. I, I don't have enough wine left for another episode. I have not enough <laughs> sleep before work left yeah. for another episode. But this is for next week, right? December yep. 11th. Yep. So we're almost at the Christmas season. Um, I don't think we're going to have a hiatus at all, no, right? No. I don't think so. We'll figure it out. No, we'll make it happen. Yeah. Like a hiatus. Um, I'm going to be away during the Christmas week. <laughs> but but I, we'll we record before. Yeah. We'll be fine. Because we can't record on that Tuesday anyway. First of all, we never record on a Tuesday. No, never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because so. we want you to have your episode early in the morning for your commute. Yeah. Because we have early fucking commutes, too. <laughs> That's when we listen to it, too. So Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, but we'll figure it out. It won't yeah. be a big deal. Um, all right. So yeah. have a lovely week. Yep. Subscribe and, so you get notified when yeah. things post. Subscribe. Uh, please rate and review. Um, yeah. I know we don't usually ask for this, but in but now life, our rating is fucked up. Yeah, so. it's a four point five instead of a five, and we're a little upset. <laughs> um, but please rate and review. We really do want to reach as big of an audience as we can, yeah. and that's how you get to that. Um, by being rated and being being reviewed. And I think you could even review, like, individual episodes. Like, you know, yeah. Like, if you're feeling bored, fucking do that shit. And Please. subscribe to us. Follow us on Instagram and, and Twitter. I can yeah. caption on Instagram now because I remade yes. my fucking Instagram. Yes. Oh, please. Instagram. Yeah, tell them your new Instagram. Um, my new Instagram is Gin and Spirits PC. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we've changed it, but it's it's still me. It's still under the same email address. It just, I don't know what I did wrong in the last yeah. one. And it, but it matches our Twitter now, which is nice. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Gin and Spirits PC. Yep. Um... You guys are pretty great about interacting on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, but please do more. Whatever you want to do, um, we will read your things. Yes. Regardless of what you send us, we'll probably talk about it. Yep. Um, but seriously, those subscribe, rate, yeah. and review, um, the more you do that, um, I really follow Apple Podcasts because that's where I listen to my podcasts. Yeah. Um. So I see most of the stuff on there, but I do we do check the other. I see it through SoundCloud. Yeah, yeah. We check the other um, things. Yeah. But the more you do that, the better chance we have of being like heard by other people. My God, and, and the better chance we have of being sponsored with wine. We'd love to be sponsored with wine. Um, we want that. Um, <laughs> and oh, we, yeah. you know, and like I, like I fucking hear the ads that other people do. We do such good ads. Yeah. Like, so <laughs> if you are also if you're an advertiser, let us fucking know. Yeah. We're like we'll read your ad. Yeah, we don't give a shit. No. <laughs> All right. All Have right. a lovely week. Um, I know this isn't Christmas week, so we'll see you next week before that. Yeah. Right. Yes. 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 Right. Good night. Bye. Bye.